I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, you just missed a really good gag, listeners. <laughs> I did a Lord joke. Yeah. So crazy we still live. Like she's backing out. She's such a prominent artist in my life um, in terms of like. Seeing her at Coco's Cantina. And just like, I guess. Always around, like she was uh, my twenties. You know, she was there in my twenties, and now she's there yeah. in my thirties. You know, yeah. but I would say I'm like, like a ginormous stan. I went through the start of this year when there were rumors about the new album. I really went back into melodrama, and I was like, "This is a sick album. It is a sick." They album. love it as well. Gen Z love it. They love it. Oh, Gen Z. Yeah, <laughs> they love it. They, they love I'm it. not. I truly do not identify as Gen Z at all. And that's because you aren't, and you are <laughs> approximately 12 years off. <laughs> There's this trend on TikTok at the moment where people are like, "You feel old? I was born in 2001." Ugh. And like, oh, that's old. I was born in 1998. I was like, "Oh my god, keep going, keep going." 1990, but I still feel that feels young. Well, the latest Lord song is about getting older, and she's 24. I'm like, is she 24? Yeah. Like, is she 24? Yeah. Why are we listening to, like, support the artist, but why are we listening to her for, like, emotional I don't know. advice? Her newsletters are... The does most, she have a newsletter? With every release she does, she writes a little newsletter that's like, I was driving through the back alleys of New Zealand <laughs> eating a pie, and then the next week I was in Los Angeles in a tour bus eating no. cheese. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I, mainly eating on in A locations. lot of it is about the food, and a lot of it is about the difference between her two lives, Aotearoa and Los Angeles, flying in between. <sighs> I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to hear from 24-year-olds. As a rule? As I'd a rather rule. hear from 16-year-olds than 24-year-olds. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, you might be like Mozart or something, but at 24, you're just, I don't know. That being said, like, I'm pretty sure um, Lontalius is like 25. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm happy to hear from Lont. Yeah. And I, and I will call him Lont as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's play uh, the theme song. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the male game. 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 Dad, get out. <laughs> Dad, stop. Dad, we're doing our Dad podcast. Dad, 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 and or he leash. never found it, so he's never going to pay it. And he'll go to jail. Oh, I love that our producer is a dad. I did something criminal the other day. Yeah, what was that? Okay. Should <laughs> I... Wait, should I dial 111? Uh, no, but you might not want to be friends with me afterwards. The way I... When after it happened, I was like, that was terrible what I just did. Is it but like, also, I feel like... Is it like self... Bad, like bad self behavior, or was it like it affected someone else? An, an accident which affected someone else... I don't know if there was a right decision to make. 
Does it affect me? No, no, no. Okay, not, great. No, it affects the stranger. <laughs> so I made a bad mistake. I took a plain white towel to the gym. Is that bad? You'll see why. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I, I used the sauter at Les Mills and there's like hooks to hang your towels on. Hang yeah. it up. What's the sauna culture at Les Mills like? Um, I would say there's a mixture of like uh, rich bros who are talking about how much money they're making on Bitcoin. Wow. Um, and God, prop- lots feels- of property investors talking about wow. the properties they're renting out. And also just truly gay men who are like, I'm going to sit here until someone fucks me. Is it actually like that though? A, a couple of times recently, because I wasn't going to the to the one that I go to now, which is definitely the gayest one. I my PT was at a different one, and I was like, it just felt like a normal. And it's look, it's maybe it's still a normal gym, but I think there's a culture of this gym that has existed for 35 years. Where it this is, is Les Mills, Auckland City, Auckland City. I didn't. I, I, for some reason, naming it feels like <laughs> now I'll get in real trouble. Anyway, um, they're like, we you get a meeting with a Les Mills themselves, <laughs> and Les has got a son called Les. Did you know that Les has a son called Les and Junior? Alice Nita knows Les Junior. Wow. Anyway, rich, um, like. Rich. Sat in the sauna, then went out, grabbed the white towel, showered, dried myself off. <laughs> As I'm moving the shower, having dried myself off, I look down and someone has written like a big letter A on the tag of the towel and I've taken someone else's towel. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I've just rubbed this all over my body. Yeah. If I was to put it back and get my original towel, right. that's a terrible thing to do. So what I did was I just like left, assumed they would automatically see... My towel, the only white towel left there, grab it and go. This is an awful situation. I've got no idea what happened. They might have walked out being like, where's my towel with the special A written on it? And just had to like run around the gym being like... Oh my. Anyone see my towel? I'm not surprised that you did this. Yeah. This is like, just because of your inability to like clock notice things. details notice details notice, i couldn't name a single thing in the room we're in <laughs> <laughs> eli's yeah you like i was once in a lounge with eli the lounge that he lived in for four years four years and you're like how long's that picture been there for and everyone was like since you moved in and you had yeah. never noticed it before so i can understand how this town situation happened this. but it makes me die on the inside one out of frustration that it happened yeah but also, oh my god, because yeah, you would have used the towel while working out, right? No, 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 just separate. I got a gym towel, then I got a shower towel. Do they? Does A have that? I would assume so. If you're you A, you if you're A, and you're listening to the podcast right now, know, which odds A, are could please message could, could happen, happen, could absolutely happen. Please feel free to reach out. You wouldn't work out with the same workout towel that you then would use to shower. Like this was like a shower size towel, both of them, <laughs> like a bath. Sheet. Do you know when there's bath sheets and then there's then there's towels? No, what's the difference? Okay, so when you buy towels, sometimes there's like you can have like a you've got a face cloth that's mm-hmm. a small square, yeah, hand towel, oblong, bath towel, and then there's a bath sheet, which is like huge and not like a bed. It doesn't look like a bed sheet, but it's like a big wide towel that's often used for the beach. Yeah, and that's called a bath sheet, even though it's a. I would pretty, call that a beach towel. Oh, but then there's beach towels, which is like made out of a different Bigger and towel. Buffier. Yeah. Um. Oh my Interesting god! Tonight. How? So when did this happen? I would say maybe Friday or Saturday. And you've just been sitting on that for a while now. Yeah, and I haven't told anyone. Have you gone back to the gym? Oh yeah. You should. Oh, I was like, you should leave. <laughs> well, quit. Quit well, while you're ahead. No one would have any idea. You're going to see A again. 
I don't You're going to see A again. So, A is going to kill me. And have you thought about your strategy when you see A again? Because do you know who A is? No, no idea. No idea. No idea. But A so was in like, the sauna. There was like eight towns. Who was in the sauna? Oh, this. Okay, so I wasn't even clocking. I w- wouldn't even be able to tell you anyone who was in the sauna. How, how is the sauna as big as this room? Uh, bigger. Uh, maybe this. Maybe the size. Oh my yeah. god! You you need to dare I say it? Look up. I know. Well, <laughs> it's just hard to compare a non sauna room to a sauna. But I guess yeah, you can fit. You could fit. 10 people in the Lismore sauna comfortably. So it was packed. Yeah. A packed sauna. A packed sauna. It's funny because I always thought the towel culture was sit on your towel. In the sauna? Yeah. There's a max. Are you nude in the sauna? No, underwear. But people are nude. Yeah. And if you're nude, you should sit on your towel. Yeah. <laughs> For your own <laughs> For your hygiene. For your own hygiene, yeah. Um, it's funny. Do you prefer saying nude or naked? Naked. <laughs> You send nudes, you are naked in the nudes. I send nakeds. <laughs> I actually send nakeds. Yeah, cool, awesome. Hey, sick naked, man. Thanks for sending me that. Want to send me a naked? naked? <laughs> a naked snap. <laughs> nude is a sexier word, I guess. It is. But then a little kid could be in the nude. Or nudie Rudy. Nudie Rudy, yeah, yeah, yeah. But adults yeah, are yeah, very yeah. rarely nudie Rudy. Yeah, and in fact, that is a crime. <laughs> to be nudity after a Beyond 16. is a crime. Oh, a crime. my God. Um, Not quite at the level at what I did to A. But, but look, in my mind, I think the most likely scenario is that they went out, grabbed my towel automatically, mm. and just left and probably don't even know that this happened. No, oh, they would have noticed. They put a big A on their towel for this exact reason. Yeah. And and their worst nightmare has come true. Yeah. The, the thing that... The thing that triggered them to write sparked the them to pull out a vivid and put a humongous A on a perfectly good towel. It was not a good towel. It was a shitty towel. And that's what makes When me- did you realize I picked the wrong one? Literally as I was leaving the shower and then I looked and I saw my towel hanging and I was like, you just got to walk. You just got to <laughs> walk right out of here. Kind of reminds me of when I went to Ben and Jerry's very drunk one time when I used to live down the road from it. And um, you can <laughs> buy that. You know, you, you, get, you don't buy them. You get the free samples. And I was so drunk. My eye was like kind of hanging out of my head. And I scooped. Oh, that drunk. Where your eyeball falls out of its socket. <laughs> you know, it just sort of, it sort of dangles out. And I scooped a bit of like whatever it's called. Chunky monkey or some shit. And ate it. Drunk. And then I discarded my spoon in with all the clean spoons not in the used spoon area and it beca- it was like a stick a popsicle stick with hundreds of other sticks and the person behind the counter it's like 2am I don't know why Ben and Jerry's was open at the time that's wild the chick behind the counter goes oh like as I put it in and then we realise we'll never be able to find it again like it is it is it's lost it's gone and the, probably the right thing to do was take out all the this is in a pre-COVID world, man. I, also I was just going to ask, but I was like, I bet you haven't been that drunk post-COVID. <laughs> um, so attached. <laughs> fuck actually, you know what? And fuck this. I'm going. Um, <laughs> Why? Because I said you haven't been that drunk post-COVID, and I don't. I think can you drink. Have. I can. You can drink. I can relax. Can I can have a good time. You can, but you, you're not drunk on Ponsonby Road at two a.m. You haven't been. That has not been something you. I have went been. recently to Queenstown. That is true, and I often get quite drunk with my mum. <laughs> Epic, bro. I actually probably had more to drink when I was out with my parents. Really? They fucking put it away. Yeah, I did. I went home with my... I was at home with my mum and was like catching up. And 
we were, we're going to go out for dinner. So we we're waiting at home for dad to come back from work. And while we were waiting, we had three full glasses of wine. Then we walked at we walked to the restaurant <laughs> and we were supposed to sit down and our table wasn't ready. So we we're like, well, we'll just pop across the bar next door. And we had a full martini. <laughs> <laughs> then we went to the restaurant and bought a bottle of wine to have. Yeah, of course. Um and then we drank the drunk and then we had one more glass. It was like six Legends. seven drinks and one of those drinks was a martini, a martini. The, which i'm actually really getting into um, yeah yummy i'm having a lot more cocktails because i'm actually midway through season three of sex in the city right now you're getting into it really getting into it and i will say that the politics gets worse as it gets along which sort of reinforces my theory that like there was a sweet spot in pop culture where like we were very accepting of others mm. and as we slid into the noughties we regressed like the height of like Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera fame. Yes, so not yes, them up yes, and coming yes, yes, in the nineties, yes. but them just like circus, you know, them like dirty era, like was like the worst in terms of politics and pop culture. Yeah, I feel okay, like. Okay. Worse than the nineties. Well, I feel like early sex in the city was very like sex positive and like they kind of were really writing. It wasn't like, I mean, there's so many parts of that show that are, so flawed yes but it was kind of interesting in terms of like i don't know i was just like oh this is trying to do something interesting a little bit in terms of the conversations they're having and the amount of like sex and like how confident and they're not really ashamed of it and then it sort of slides into season three and it's like you know these awful like episodes about samantha having sex with a black man and how she feels about that or like Whoa. them wanting to have sex with a gay couple because of what, you know, and like lots of like bi erasure and it's just like, it doesn't need to be there, but it's just like a symbol of the time, you it was know. was a toxic time. It was, it was the real, it was the time of uh, promise rings coming in thick and fast. Which and is all like, pop stars when I think about it, it's like when we were consuming pop culture the most as yeah. well. Like, and it's, yeah, it's just kind of interesting because when you think about like the seventies and eighties, it's just like. It was fab, you know. Fun and, and fancy was, free. Yeah, I'm like studio. You know, like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Just like, you could really like live. There were lots of like kind of queer icons as well. And then it just, we just slipped into this more and more like heteronormative, like sort of slut shamey culture. Yeah, it's funny when people come for like Lil Nas X, like explicit gay sexuality and songs. And I'm like, yeah, but um, do you remember the early 2000s where we made all these artists be like, tell us you're a virgin. Yes. And then wear the the tiniest bikini and then come back and tell me that you've never had sex because you better not have had sex. Otherwise, you're not allowed to be a pop star. But also, these songs better be so horny. Yeah, exactly. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, so, big takeaways from uh, Sex in the City. Yeah, I can't wait for the new one to come out. I'm deep what? in a, like, I'm a deep in a... Six in the city. I might get pit. into it next. Next week I'm in Wellington. My boyfriend is working all day every day, and I'm just kind of hanging out. So yeah. maybe I'll just. I've been doing like you can just ramp through it and just have it on. Yeah, and you can just have it on, and you then, don't need to be like sitting down. Glued. No, no, and then sometimes you'll just get caught by them saying something that like so problematic. Mm. And I just love to try and work out who these women are. Have you watched The White Lotus? No. Oh my God. What is that? Well, it only dropped on Neon a few days ago, but oh, I was like, okay. you know what? I'm going to be ahead of the curve. I'm I love watch that. this tonight. Um, so two episodes came out on Monday and it is set in this Hawaiian hotel. Huh. Um, it's done, written and directed by Mike White, who did Enlighten the series with Laura Dern. That was oh. kind of the start of Laura Dern's comeback. It's got Jennifer Coolidge in it. 
She's phenomenal. Is she giving a comedy performance or is she giving like a, this girl could get a Emmy? I th- I think there's Emmy buzz. But oh. it's also extremely funny. The show is a, a really dark comedy. It's like funny oh. in the way that makes you uneasy all the time. I love that. It's just all these rich guests behaving so much badly. to watch and so much to invest in. I need to go out more like that i think that's why i'm watching sex of the city because i like knowing that you can be in your 30s and like kind of out still go every out night. whereas like i just feel like i maybe it's because master chef's on at the moment i'm just watching so much tv like every mm. night it's like sit in front of the tv and it's just like oh my god and i think michael like caught onto it and he's like shall we <laughs> should we go out tonight and i was like yeah yes. <laughs> i think we should because wow. if i get into my pajamas at 6 30 again and sit in front of the tv until bedtime i'm gonna turn to a little raisin <laughs> what do you do when you go out? do you ever go out for a well obviously you go out for dinner like yeah, it's nice. often what we do but i just feel alive even just like walking down cairo yeah <laughs> like i just like being around people and being like oh it's so good you know we we often almost never in auckland but quite a bit of ones we'll be like should we just go out and get a couple of cocktails and then like that's a very bar. wellington buzz yeah Wellington's a great city just to have a couple of cocktails, couple of cocktails. i love having and i the other night went out for dinner and i ordered a cosmopolitan from to watch six in the city too sweet for me yeah but uh fun to feel that kind of flirty energy you know i was just like cocktails are back on for me because they just i don't like a big like frozen like whatever with like yeah a hundred berries every berry you can so imagine many pieces of fruit on top of it no i no. want just like a kind of i've had a divorce cocktail yeah. that's the kind of divorce i want uh, <laughs> cocktail i want it's kind I of like a, whoa he's really leaning into it when i was in queenstown at ferg bar i had a chocolate infused negroni and i can't stop thinking about it but i'm also like was it good or had i just had 10 beers and then had that <laughs> which I think is it sounds situation make, it makes me want to like instantly run to the toilet yeah like and shit but it was it, was it, can you talk about the ferg empire it's it's crazy. Huge. It was like, you've got to go to Ferg Bakery. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I remember when Ferg's was just doing burgers and yeah. they can just stay in their lane. This last time was actually the first time I've had the burger because I've only got, they've been doing the bakery for a long time. And whenever I've gone, people have been like, inside a tip, the bakery is better than the burgers and there's no cues. And so I've always had the Ferg pies, which are awesome. I had the burger. It's Do you fine. reckon the hype is just because people are fucking hungry because they've been on the slopes all day and then they have a burger and they're like, this rocks. And then it's massive. Burgers. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I, I truly don't, I mean, I guess I am coming for Ferg. Whoever, Fergus? Yeah. Did he climb a mountain? Uh, who knows? Who actually knows? It was like their 25th or 30th anniversary though recently and they were giving out free burgers. Well, okay. So that's cool. That's so actually that's cool. cool. That's charity. That's and we cool. appreciate that. That's cool. Do you have a fact of the gay? Yeah, but I just got to absolutely um, Google it. it. Yeah. Oh, you got yeah. to Google it no less. Okay, well, while we're doing that, let's take a wee moment to... Um, to let you know what's going on. Eli has a show coming up next week. Uh, it's this not week. Even, it's, actually <laughs> it's actually tomorrow. Okay, it so could even be tonight, so if, depending on when you listen listening to, this. to this. So if you're actually listening to the, this, it like if it came out, when is it? It's the, what's the date? It's the 20th. It's the 22nd. So it's the 22nd. So and the my 20th. show is 23rd, 24th. You look at your fact and I'll do the plug. Yeah. 23rd, 24th. It's an award-winning show about... Um, 
lots of amazing things, but uh, specifically Elaine's relationship with him and his father. And if you're a fan of the podcast, you're going to love the stand-up show. It made me scream with laughter. Me and my boyfriend went along, oh, fiancé, and, oh, God, we just laughed and we laughed oh, so, so loudly. Nice. We had a great time. You no, know, because that's, that's the night I've got filmed. And then and I Ooh. I haven't ever, ever watched oh, the whole hear. thing, but I'm like, oh, there's my friends. Yep. Can hear you laughing. And then um, I'm going to New Plymouth. Taranaki yes. area, so New Plymouth, and then Wakura on, on on Thursday and Friday next week, and then Gates and Space. That's actually taking off in Wellington. Wow. Um, that's me, Tom Sainsbury, Zig and Yet Blaze. <laughs> I just don't know what Blaze's last name is. Blaze Clotworthy. Clotworthy, and, and Daryl Wright. He says Zach and I. He says Zig and I. <laughs> uh, and um, that'll be taking off at Bats Theatre. Check that one out. And Gaze in Space. <laughs> I feel like I'm a um, like local community. You, you, right? you come in and do the good guide for five minutes <laughs> every Thursday. <laughs> Here you go. We've got uh, Pammy singing the songs of the seventies at uh, Brian's Hops Bar and Grill. <laughs> and then on Thursday night, you've got toddlers and tiaras. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it was like Ryan. Um, please stop mentioning toddlers and because we don't actually want our listeners. To and on that. Monday it is um, Twink's Got Talent. <laughs> Twink's Got Talent. Twink's Got Talent. I would love Twink's Got Talent. And I'll tell you what, Twink's do got talent. Twink's do got. I know big so talent. many talented Twinks, and out of any kind of gay subculture, white cis gay subculture usually as well. Yeah, I was gonna say it would be. The twinks that take it out because they put the if because they're like wow we're going out tonight and I want to do doof 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 but they can all do musical theatre I want I'm going to learn to do the splits I got my friend Zara to show me the stretches that I need to do daily why um I just think it'd be funny maybe to do it in a stand up joke (laughs) and also I don't know I just want to know what it feels like. (laughs) And also and and mainly because Angela Drava why don't you learn how to pick up the right towel. Why don't you learn to look around you? You don't need to learn the splits. As someone who did ballet as a child, yeah, and the end of each ballet session was like stretch class, yeah. The splits is like the most useless. It's just for show, but yeah. that's what you want it for. But I want to show. There's off. better stretches you can do. Can you stand and touch your toes? Yeah, oh, I'm great. quite flexible. <laughs> I'm always shocked at the amount of people that aren't flexible in my, like. When I work out, because we do like yeah. big group training, and there's always stretch at the end. And I can do that one where you know, like my, I've got very flexible hip flexors. Me too. So I can do that one where you like you know bend it back, and then like my back's on the floor. Yeah, wow. Which feels good to show off in front of other people. I, I just started doing sit, some more yoga. I can sit with my knees like touching the ground, like out to the side. Oh, that's incredible! Wow. Miranda Harker was. I didn't actually talk with Miranda Harker. We we're all just sitting here. She's talking about Thomas McKenzie, obviously, and then she kind of <laughs> like yeah, she stopped the discussion. She was like, "Wait, what is going on with your hips?" <laughs> I was like, this is just how I sit. Anyway. Incredible. Like, we just, that was an incredible riff. Yeah. Of gig guides into how flexible we are. <laughs> flexible we All are. right. And so Eli is coming in with the how flexible we are. Gay. So. It's a fuck the gay. I wanted to find out what the first uh, video game to have LGBT themes <laughs> was. you did, you fucking nerd. I am a big geek. And. Croc. Great answer. Yeah, Croc. <laughs> what was Croc's noise? Yo! Yeah. Like, like, Ow! The first video game I had was called Pop, and or called I Am Pop, and then you would type in like, "Can Pop hum?" And if Pop could hum, 
then pop would hum. And it was kind of like a big purple ball. Can pop come? Pop hasn't been able to come for a long, for a long time. time now. For a long time. <laughs> you can try and make pop come, but pop. You'll get tired. You'll get tired. <laughs> Caper in the Castro is a murder mystery video game developed by C.M. Ralph and released in 1989. So she was working in Silicon Valley and just like worked on this video game on the side uh, because presumably she's queer. I don't actually know anything about her, (laughs) but um, it's a single player like detective game. You play a lesbian private detective (gasps) called Tracker McDyke. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Who must find her kidnapped friend and drag queen... Tessie Lafemme. What? So her drag queen friend has gone missing. You're in San Francisco. We've got a player. Yeah, in the neighborhood in the in the Castro. And she made it as like charity wear. So you didn't have to pay to buy the game. But when you when you go into the game, it says, please donate to an AIDS charity. And it kind of like... Wow. AIDS is part of the storyline that came out in 1989. What device do you play on? Well, I found it just before because if you if you search this caper on, in the, on the Castro on Wikipedia... Caper on the Castro. Caper in the Castro... Caper, like a like a cape, like a crime cape, like, like uh, Muppets, um, the Great Muppet Caper in the Castro. That's what Miss Piggy goes missing. Wow. Um, yeah, you can find basically, and that's really interesting. So she also made a straight version of this to like, well, just like took out all the LGBT and sold it to a game company to make some money off it. But the original version was this um, gay one, and then they thought it was missing. Uh, they'd lost all floppy disks. So even though it was the first like known game with LGBT themes and they couldn't find it and then they found it and now you can play it online. They've put it on. If you go into the Wikipedia, it's got a little link. And I played it for like two minutes before I came here, but then I went up some creepy stairs and then it, and then it comes up with a gravestone that says, here lies a useless private detective. <laughs> so, and then I was Crazy. Like, wow, tough game. I, um, we used to have, we had like on the... We had a PlayStation One. My sister won it at a um, in a, like a school like competition. Sick prize! It was crazy. It, the the buzz in the Parker family house. Yeah, when it was amazing when like when you're a kid and like the big news wasn't like what's going on in pop culture. It's just like what's going on with your siblings. Yeah, so totally. I came home with my mum and we we're around the dinner table. Mum's like, "You're not going to believe it. Liv has won a PlayStation One." And I was like, so "What the?" Good. It was just it was insane. The house. Ballistic. Like yeah. we, suddenly, we had a PlayStation 1 like in the mix. Wild. Because did you ever used to like, oh, we used to hire PlayStations when we didn't have, like, because you could actually hire the machine. Well, we would never, hire, no, we just, we were just waiting for one of the kids to win one. Mm. And um, we had a. <laughs> one of these kids. One of these kids. One of these kids is going to win something. <laughs> and we had a demo disc. Yes. We had Abe's Odyssey. Good game. And I think Croc. And like two mm. others, and you could play them for I don't know a couple of levels, and you just replay the levels. Yeah, I ha- <laughs> we would I never buy a game. We just stick on that demo disc. Was it in like a cardboard sleeve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like chuck on that demo disc. Let's go wild. Yeah, suck. I I famously my friends bought me a PlayStation for my thirteenth, twelfth birthday. Wow. They all like, I how much was that? That is incredible. I know. 
I guess I invited like 18 people. We did um, we did Laser Strike and then we had ice cream sundaes at my house. I and they all went in and put in some cash and got me a PS, PS1. Doesn't get really better than that. Yeah, with MTV snowboarding, which was a sick game. I remember the GoldenEye like 007 shooting game, oh, which I was never cool really allowed stuff. to play, but I was allowed to watch my brother play it. It's full which on. Which was, I would say, like 30% of my childhood was just watching my siblings play games. And the generation of your brother... Goldenite, the video Huge. game is so important to them. So important so to him and to like them. that and like baseball cards. Yeah. Just massive. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I have an interesting relationship with like that era of things in like straight culture, like straight boy culture, because mm-hmm. he was like in the room next to me. So I kind of got like the, the lingering like hangovers from it. Like I, yeah. like I know a surprising amount of like DMX or Ja Rule. Because he would play it wow. every night before I would go to bed. So I'd go to bed at like eight o'clock. Ja Rule. And then he would play like the DMX CD loudly in his room and yeah. probably masturbate if you think about it. Like he was like that 15. Yeah, of course. And I would just like sit in bed, like trying to sleep and like think about the shows that I'm putting on <laughs> and listen to DMX. Wow. And Ja Rule. Ja Rule make you lose your mind up in here. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, it's just like there. It's so yeah. Wow. And like the smell of Lynx Africa, and it's yeah, all like yeah, it just yeah. permeate through. Because uh, we had like a door that connected our rooms together, because it was the only way you used to be able to get through his room. Otherwise, he had to go around and go through the good room, uh, which should have been the way to do it. Because otherwise, he had to go through my room to would, get to his room. I want to be able to tell you a single DMX song, and I would only be able to tell you the J Rule songs that are with either Ashanti or Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. I probably couldn't tell you a DMX song either. But if you played it, but if you played it, I'd be able to make the noises that would go along. No, nice. because I kind of have a disease where I can't remember song lyrics. Yeah, what was your first album? Um, Good Charlotte. That's cool. Because <laughs> other people liked it. I didn't have a taste in music. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't know what to t- what to have. So I bought a CD collection the other day because we still have it, and it yeah. was mainly. <laughs> Sound effects, sound effects CDs. And how would you use that? Like, I don't. I sort of don't know. Sense. I don't know why I was buying ninety nine <laughs> sound effects. I was just like, that seems like a good thing for me to own. <laughs> just, <laughs> your brother's listening to DMX masturbating. You've just got your ninety nine sound effects playing a, a creaky door. <laughs> Like I think I'd like play like the farts and just like laugh. Like it screams identity crisis. Yeah. And then I had um, a CD that I got from um, a trip to Brisbane where I heard a clarinet oh. ensemble play, and I was like, "These guys are fantastic!" And I'm I bought this CD. CD. Um, Good Charlotte, and then a lot of like chill, like a lot of just like chill music. Yeah. Like that's what I call chill. Gorgeous. <laughs> Which also screams. Like a maniac. Um, <laughs> I need to chill out. <laughs> I need to, I'm living your What twelve year old out. needs to chill? And so yeah. why is my mum just like, yeah, go on? Like, did they have? If you found the sand dunes and so the no little bit of again, I wouldn't know any of the songs because I can't hear song lyrics. I've been I have watched thirty six episodes of MasterChef. I cannot work out the theme song. What is the theme song? Burning up in my heart like a flame, like a burning shooting star. Here I am. It's like, I, in your ride, 
I've been saying you and I. It's like, I cannot wait. We got today. So burn it up and show me the way. It's like, wow. Back to burning up. It's so nonsensical and I can't work it out. I don't think I've ever even noticed the things. I didn't know that had a thing. But like that this. being said, Michael, who can listen to a song once and then know all the words, all the lyrics, wow, cannot work that one out either. Wild. So if you are watching MasterChef and you're having the same issue that I'm having, like, please reach out. I want to know the system of like, you know, these shows like selling. I feel so sorry for the listener who just had to listen to me. <laughs> yeah, I've been burning for you. And I reckon I sung that in the key. Like wow. that's how much I can like hear that theme song. Amazing. We had a tech malfunction. And I'm going to say, as an amazing arc to this episode, you caught caught it on to it lightning quick. I saw it happen. So maybe, you know, your senses are improving. improving. Maybe the towel thing was just what I needed to really kick me into shape. You noticed that there was a technical error and immediately we were like, here we go. Oh, and in the break, we've been on what I would describe as a break for about half an hour. Uh, Eli's got a coffee now. Yeah. I had a bit of phone time. Yeah, it was gorgeous. I played Eli the theme song of MasterChef. And that was amazing. And what was amazing was how close Chris's version was to the song Pretty close, right? Uh, But the production around it was really different. Do you reckon I was in the same key? Yeah. You were, but weird that it's, uh, for a cooking show, there's so much talk about burning. True. (laughs) In the same song. I loved Ready, Steady, Cook. Yeah, of course. Like, I think bring that one back. That one was so much fun. Fun for the whole family. And I would love to see Ready City Cook in all sorts of different ways, not just food. <laughs> like Ready City Art. Exactly. Ready City Drama. So it's like, because what Ready City Cook Ready was, City was like, you got, a, you got a capsicum, you got a jug of milk, you got some cheese, mm-hmm. bread, figure it out. What are you going to cook? That's how it worked, right? And, and they'd be like, okay, we. it's like basically the mystery box challenge of MasterChef. The teams were tomato and cucumber, right? Or tomato and lettuce, maybe? And then you'd hold up your sign. The yeah. Or what, what meal? It was had to be like three-course meal, I think. When we... So... But I would love to see that with different things. When I was like 18, me and my friends did it. Yeah. And filmed ourselves doing it. And how we did it... And I, was this a rule on the show? We picked one letter from the alphabet. So we had... We picked P... We could only shop for things with our $20 that started with P, but then you've also got access to the pantry. Because P, pantry begins with P. No, no. <laughs> just because the, the, and the you use pipes also. that the water comes through and, no, no, I hear you. Yeah. I think initially it was always um, the ingredients and then and maybe there's a spin on the a show. A spin with like the, a letter. letter. You feel a like they fruit it up a little bit. Or maybe they're yeah. like, you'll notice these ingredients all begin with a letter, T. And what happened to that woman, that woman with the blonde curly hair? She's all over our screens at that uh, time. Well, she died. No, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> blonde curly hair, Trillie's Cooper. Curly hair. Who has? It's so many people have. Do you remember Trini and Susanna? Yes. Yeah. Toxic, actually. Yeah, really bad. And part of that um, noughties era of kind of revolting yeah, body image shit. Really, really mean. I saw their book in a uh, secondhand shop in uh, Northland, and it was honestly so confronting. I cannot believe. People were talking to women like that. Yeah. It was like, it went through all the body shapes. And it would be like, this is what you got if you're this body shape. So it'd be like, you're an apple. You're a pear. One of them. There's an apple, pear, clock tower. Clock tower. You know, like tall and lean. Tall, lean. One of them. Dangly. A brick. (laughs) Really? And that's the word they used. A brick. They're like broad shoulders, wide ass. Like, it was crazy. And I was just like, how to style if your body's a brick? (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. That didn't help anyone. How to style yourself if you're a toxic Trini What about Gokwan? What about... Um, uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. How, what was that called? How to Look Good Naked? 
<laughs> how to take going? a how to take a sexy naked selfie. <laughs> yeah, I would love to, back to the ready to cook Nude idea. I feel like there's something in this. Yeah, like you could do it with like a hammer. Some like you could easily do it the, the DIY version. Room Reno. You got. You've yeah. just got a hacksaw. You, you, yeah, exactly. You got a room <laughs> Reno, and you've got like a bunch of tat. It's like a makeover challenge. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know the how unusual I, materials. A challenge. couple of words. You make a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Eight out of ten cats does countdown. That's what that is. Is that what that well, is? Well, kind of. You know, we get the letters and you've got to make the word. Oh, oh yeah. God, I love looking at scrambled letters and figuring, and out, a figuring word. out a word. I hate that. I love it. I like to look at a bunch of. Well, I like a um, word finder. What do you call those? Crossword. Oh yeah, yeah. What about, one, what about the one that's a wheel and you've got and there's one missing no. letter? You're smart, cookie. I'm an English degree, and it, and. It shows. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank really you so shows. much. Especially when I said, I am an English I, degree. I am English degree. <laughs> Do you have a coin of the week? I feel like we've come, we took a break and we came back in with energy that, <laughs> that is like unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> I would say me singing the MasterChef uh, theme song at the top of my, at honestly, the top of my range. Like I, yes. I quite confidently came into it. It was pretty unlistenable. I, I thought it sounded good. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I would say Queen of the Week would be... I, all I can think is who's not the Queen of the Week. Mm. So through a process of elimination, you know, it's, it's a hard one. But maybe <laughs> Chloe Swarbrick again. I mean, I'm just looking at an image of her now. But I watched that clip of her fighting um, Mark Richardson. Mark Richardson, really good stuff. I love this idea of rental wafts. I just I think it's fun. I think it's awesome. I love. I just love teasing and bullying people who are houses. Yeah. <laughs> Making them jump through hoops. And they're like, oh my God, I'm going to have to pay like... $200 for a, a rental waff once every two years. I'm like, you literally can afford that. It's like if you've been playing Sims with the rosebud sheet and it's the only way you know how. And then someone's What is like, the rosebud sheet? You use it and you get a thousand simoleon dollars. So if you just keep typing in rosebud, simoleon? you just get money, 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 money. And then... Um, simoleon. I can't with simoleon. Simoleon? Simoleon dollars. Oh. And then someone comes in, they're like, you're not allowed to use Rosebud anymore. And, and you're like, but, but I... Yes. But that's the actual game. And that's life. <laughs> and that's how life should be. There's a tweet in that. Landlords. Yeah, I reckon that tweet, which is... <laughs> this is like when you do that Rosebud sheet to get more simoleon dollars. <laughs> I would love for you to tweet it and then just watch it go viral. <laughs> and I'm just sitting in the corner being like, no, well, showed you. I would say like, potentially as well, a Queen of the Week could be Charlotte from uh, Sex in the City season one. I feel like there's an injustice towards that character uh-huh. because she becomes this like prude, I want to get married character. So like later on down the line. But in season one, she was really well balanced. I also think the Queen of the Week could be, um, who else could it be? My Queen of the Week is obviously A, whoever they are. A. I hope they're out there you know what? killing yeah. it. Yeah. I think the Queen of the Week is A because something really fucking shitty happened to them <laughs> last week and there'd be nothing but a good sort about it. Know that maybe they're on their podcast being like, I wrote the first letter of could one you of my imagine? Names on the towel. Could you imagine if you went to the gym 
and hopped in the sauna and you wouldn't have noticed if someone took your towel. Yeah, I would have just walked out with their towel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I go take- But how long would it have taken you to notice? I would notice immediately. As soon as did I Did your family out. share towels? Yeah. Why, did you have your own specific towels? No, no, yours? but I was, this is just another, like, you know, how we all grew up differently thing. Yeah. But Michael, like, it would be like one towel a shower in his house. They're just turning through towels. Whereas, and at my family, it was like one towel, four kids. Every, change the towel every, like, four days. <laughs> You all dried yourself off with the same, same towel. towel. 100%. That's not what I thought. Yeah. I, <laughs> be like, Can I have the towel? I'm hopping into the shower. I'd be like, here's the towel. And then like, you'd hand the towel over. Because I try to make one towel last. I think I can make it last like four showers. Yeah. And by then I'm like, this is, un- <laughs> this is, this is unlistenable. Yeah, this is unlistenable. <laughs> um, what I will say for myself, something good that I've done now is now I'm like, when Elo, when you go to the gym and you're going to shower at the gym, you look at the towels. You, so you, you, take, towel you, you like. take the funkiest towel from home. I mean, so that you will not get it confused. Mm. You take the funkiest, funkiest towel there is. Towel. You take the funkiest, funnest <laughs> towel because what you did to A is <laughs> your queen of the week. They don't deserve that. <laughs> they don't deserve that yeah, at all. Yeah. That's good. That's actually being a like a upright citizen. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. An improviser. <laughs> I was just like, I, I totally instantly went to upright citizen again after I said it. But that, I was like, that is the term, right? An upright citizen. Yeah. Also, we've been hard on Lord, and you know she's just a twenty-four-year-old doing her best, so maybe she's the queen of the week as well. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge, Emmy Bar is also queen of the week. It's hard to not like. I don't think it's punching down because she's so successful. Like anyone who has like a kind of connection with, like Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Remember when she curated the Hunger Games album? That is so funny, and I was thinking about that. Um, because before Drag Race Down Under came out, we were trying to work out which Lord song you did the lip sync to, because mm. she doesn't really have any lip synky songs. But they we, did Green Light. They did Green Light. And, and they did go. Royals as well? No, they, they haven't done Royals. They have not done I don't think so. Yeah, they definitely did Green Light. It was odd. And it was bad. Well, I th- actually thought Yellow Flicker Beat would be a good... I thought that. I think that is a, a, a long-forgotten song. How does that's it actually sound? pretty good. Thing on this yellow flicker beat down into my arms. This is how it ends. So she, she do that voice? Thing. Used to hand the city now they run things. This is- oh, yellow flicker beat. That's the one that after the, it was like a single. Yeah, it was the single ahead of the Hunger Games yes. soundtrack. It was track one of that soundtrack. Wow. Yeah. What I hated on that soundtrack, she can't be Queen of the Week. Ever just for making this, but she did a cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. I like that. I cursed. It's such a good song, and I was like, This you just zipped everything that's good about the song away from it. I hate it so much. I think if I saw her, I would be really, really friendly to her. Like I think she's that's talented. Awesome, and that's so nice of you. <laughs> I think she's like <laughs> I think she's lovely, she's sweet. I just I don't know. It's like, it's hard. But maybe we're just putting too much expectation on her. Fans put too much expectation on her. Like, she was such a runaway success. Mm, but was a child. Yeah. But that's the thing I was talking to my friend Joseph Moore about. And he actually, actually, your he actually is my friend. He even lives with me. Um, <laughs> which is like the things that you can get away with when, like, there's a period of time you're like, oh, they're doing this, all this amazing stuff. And they're so young. Yes. And then there's a point in your life where you turn a certain age, 30, and... You're just like, well, they should have achieved that by now. 
Like you can no longer be like, and they're so young. Yeah. But like, unless we did, I guess right now, like you could become a homeowner. You could become, uh, you could have like three kids yeah. at 30 and you'd be like, wow. At 30, you could also probably become like a, a doctor, you know, like, and it would be kind of impressive. Yes. Shout out like to your life partner. Shout out to my life partner. Like that's impressive to be like. Yeah. He's a, how old he's is a doctor. Sam? Twenty eight. I mean, fuck a doctor. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. So we're just gonna find that thing. It's so weird because you're like on the inside. I, I got into a museum museum at thirty. I feel like that kind of works. Like it's so young to get in a museum. To get into a museum. Yeah, and I mean that's such a, like not many people do that. No. Yeah. I'm just gotta find a few more of those things. To make myself feel good about myself. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's like, he won the Fred Award at 32. That's no, it's, that's, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You still, I still feel young. I still feel like everything that I'm achieving, I'm like. For my age. Wow. No, no. Everything and you're it's doing. it's not true. It's not true. You're, you're getting it in on the level that you should be the doing. The right level. Yeah. And you're running at a great I'm pace. Right on the right level. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, you just got to set your heights on something that is like really ambitious to achieve at. 32. 32. Yeah. But then you're like, Xavier Dolan made like, he's made oh, like don't 11 even films. Open that chat. I know. He's revolting. It can never be the queen of the week for being too successful. Yeah. And a model and God. speaks like English and French. I just. Yeah, I was watching. Well, my flatmate was watching it too. Is he in that? Did you direct yeah, that? It's awful. It's like, he gets like, um, the opening scene is him and his boyfriend are at the fair and they get beaten up <gasps> and then he gets thrown in the river and then Pennywise. Eats his heart. Queen of the week. <laughs> Pennywise. <laughs> but it just randomly starts with this like homophobic attack. And I just, I really wasn't, I was, the film is two and a half hours long. So I still saw a lot of it kind of swanning in and out of the lounge. Oh. But um, not enough to know why it needs to start with a homophobic attack. But then maybe it's like, is he only going to kill straight people? Because that doesn't feel like inclusive. Yeah, but to kill... A gay person who just got beaten up for being gay at a fair. Yeah, that's fucked. That's toxic. That's toxic. Pennywise is toxic. Cancelled. Cancelled. I've been watching walkthroughs of horror mazes. <laughs> it's it's a cry for help. It is amazing what you're what you're diving into in this period of your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked. Sex in the city. This is what my life is like. And I've been like, wow, I feel so unbalanced at the moment. And this is why. I've consumed three seasons of Sex in the City and I've watched hours of like random Americans walking through like horror mazes. Horror mazes. Wow. <laughs> it's because I did that horror maze in Queenstown. Yeah. Uh, and it was like genuinely terrifying. The one in, well, so that one originated in Queenstown, right? And then there's a Wellington one, which is like their second franchise. No, but it's amazing how you'd be walking down Cuba Street and you're on the opposite side of the road and someone behind the desk is like, hey, want to do a horror? <laughs> so they really try and... You're like, I'm going like- out for dinner. You're, on Cuba. <laughs> yeah. you're in the wrong location. They're in a bad, bad location. Because no one's walking down Cuba Street being like, I feel like a fright. It should be like next to Bats Theatre. It shouldn't be in Wellington. Yeah. Like should- Wellington shouldn't have a horror maze. It's like cultural... Or, or if it does, it should be like... Witches. It should be the cov- a, a coven. A coven. A coven. Here's what the reason that I actually chose the fact of the gay, just to shoot back to an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was because I read an article about 
are all these um, games designed for girls that like never got released but got publicized and then got pulled at the last minute. They did a game for the Nintendo DS of Clueless. They did a game of Mean Girls and maybe one of Heather's as well. And that this is something you can look at on YouTube. There's a girl who does kind of like she's done a documentary about what happened. And then also she does a playthrough of the Mean Girls game, which was never released, but she managed to track down a copy of. They should bring them out now. That'd be so such a great way to make money. Yeah. God, that's amazing. Yeah. What an amazing sad thing to end this podcast on. But um that you know, sometimes it ends up positive and sometimes it ends up sad. So let's just actually end on a bit of advice. Mm-hmm. Um and Eli, what's your advice for our listeners this week? Look at every towel <laughs> and really think which one is actually mine. <laughs> great. Yeah. Uh and, and my advice would be um Close the laptop. Stop watching those horror mazes. It's 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 unbalancing you. Yeah. You know what you're watching. Whatever it is, you don't need to watch it at 11 o'clock at night. You can pick up a book and read it. And with that, we bid you adieu. Please come to my shows. <laughs> Keep there the next couple of nights. No, enough. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. It's not a phase.